You're listening to Comedy Central. February 4th, 2019. From Comedy Central's World News Headquarters in New York, this is The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Tuning in, I'm so excited. Our guest tonight is a comedy legend. Colin Quinn is joining us, everybody. He's got, he's got a hit one-man show called Red State, Blue State, which also sounds like the worst Dr. Seuss book. <laughs> also on the show tonight, the least Super Bowl ever, a rapper caught lying even more than usual about his street cred, and one simple tip for how never to use shoe polish. So let's catch up on today's headlines. <laughs> First up, the one story that absolutely nobody is talking about today, the Super Bowl. The Patriots win again in the lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. Tom Brady and the Pats secure another championship. The game only had one touchdown, but it still set 18 records for what? One was for the longest punt in a Super Bowl. Record for fewest points in a Super Bowl, fewest points through three quarters, fewest points by a winning team. Yeah, those were the records that were set last night. But a lot of people will tell you another record was set for the most boring Super Bowl they've ever seen. That's right. This Super Bowl was so boring, it was like both teams' offenses were boycotting in support of Colin Kaepernick. I mean, congratulations to the Patriots and Tom Brady, who now has more rings than Johnny Depp. But yeah, it was a, it was a pretty boring game. And that halftime show did not help, right? I've got nothing against Maroon 5, but they made the WeatherTech commercials feel edgy, you know? Like, (laughs) Maroon 5 was so dull that even Adams Levine's shirt, like, just got up and left. It was like, I'm out. I I don't need to be here for this. (laughs) Moving on to some crazy news. 21 Savage, the most savage rapper since 20 Savage, (laughs) has been in the streets for a long time representing Atlanta. Like, he is pure Atlanta hip-hop. Or at least we thought so until yesterday. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution says Grammy-nominated rapper 21 Savage was arrested by U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. ICE officials say he's from the United Kingdom and overstayed his visa. 21 Savage has claimed he's from Atlanta. Authorities say he entered the U.S. legally in 2005, but has been in the country illegally since his visa expired the following year. He could face deportment. This is one of the wildest stories (laughs) I've ever come across. 21 Savage was arrested for being from the UK. (laughs) Like, we expect rappers to get arrested for, like, guns and assault, not tea and crumpets. (laughs) Apparently, his real name isn't even 21 Savage. It's Lord Savingston the 21st. (laughs) And this has really rocked the hip-hop community, and I understand why, right? It's like finding out that Tupac is really Chad from Vermont, (laughs) or that... Or that Cardi B is secretly German. It's just like, ich bin nicht dancer, ich make money moves, occur? <laughs> like, I don't even know how this happened. Like, was 21 faking it, or, or did he really change? Because I'm like, was he just, like, chatting to everyone? I was like, yeah, man, you know how we doing Atlanta, man, doing that Atlanta thing. Like, oh, man, hold on, guy, into this phone, just, hello, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm quite hot on these streets, yes, doing very well. Okay, chat to you later, bye-bye, cheerio. Yeah, man, what was I saying, man? 
Honestly, I haven't been this stunned since that time I found out that Dr. Dre isn't actually a board-certified urologist. I... <laughs> I mean, I kept the appointment, but it was still a surprise. <laughs> Moving on. It is now just 637 days until the 2020 presidential election. <laughs> yep. And that... That amount of time is roughly as long as last night's Super Bowl felt. <laughs> and this weekend, another candidate threw his hat into the ring. Now to the 2020 race for president tonight. Make room for one more contender. Senator Cory Booker announcing his presidential bid today, joining the already crowded Democratic field. I'm the only senator who goes home to a low-income inner-city community, the first community that took a chance on me. Hermana! His neighbor cheering him on. Okay, uh... I don't know if I want Cory Booker to be president, but I do know I want that old woman to be the neighbor of the president. <laughs> that is dope. They should just move her to an apartment outside the Oval Office. Every morning, she'll be like, Senor Trump, can you turn your TV down? It's too loud, my cats cannot sleep. <laughs> Lo siento, abuela. Mi amigo Sean Hannity is muy loco. Now, if Corey wins, he obviously wouldn't be the first African-American president, but he would make history as the first president named Corey, which might be an even bigger achievement. Yeah. <laughs> Corey is not the name of a president. <laughs> Corey's the name of the hot guy in high school who now runs his dad's gas station. That's what that is. <laughs> Although I will say, he's already got one advantage on Trump. He's windproof. That'll work. <laughs> and finally, Saturday was Groundhog Day. Which leads me to ask, what the hell is Groundhog Day? <laughs> this is insane. People pull a rodent out of the ground and then they ask the animal to predict the weather. <laughs> this is so unfair, because if Africans were doing shit like this and you heard that we pulled animals out of the ground, like, there are villages in Africa where people wear animal skill, skin, and if I try to explain that Americans use groundhogs to predict the weather, they'd be like, ah, but why not use the satellite data, ah? What's going on in America? <laughs> All right, let's move on to our top story. The governor of Virginia. If you had asked most people to pick his face out of a lineup, they probably would have been like, uh, I guess the bald eagle in the wig? <laughs> but after this weekend, everyone knows the governor of Virginia, and for all the wrong reasons. Breaking tonight, a racist yearbook photo taken over three decades ago has surfaced. This picture of two unidentified individuals, one painted in blackface, the other in a KKK robe and hood, appears on the 1984 medical school yearbook page of current Virginia Governor Ralph Northam. The photo triggering calls for Northam's resignation. Northam says, I am deeply sorry for the decision I made to appear as I did in this photo and for the hurt that decision caused then and now. I cannot change the decisions I made, but I accept responsibility for my past actions and I am ready to do the hard work of regaining your trust. Wow. Blackface and a Klan outfit in the same photo. These are two things that should never see the lights of day. Kind of like Adam Levine's nipples. <laughs> so on Friday, Virginia's Democratic governor, Ralph Northam, admitted to being one of the people in this old yearbook photo, right? But he didn't say which person he was. And I don't blame him, because neither option is good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're taking a trip and your only choices are the Titanic and Spirit Airlines, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least on the Titanic, you might get to <laughs> Leo, but I mean... <laughs> Although I will say, I suppose admitting to blackface is actually worse. 
Yeah, because then everyone's mad at you. But if you say you're a clan member, now you're part of a community. <laughs> there's, there's an upside. You know what the real shame is? Is that if these weren't costumes, and it was a black guy and a clan member having a drink together, this would be a huge step forward. Racial harmony, we did it, folks. <laughs> but because it was costumes, it's extremely offensive. And to his credit, Governor Northam came out and he apologized for being in the photo. To his uncredit, he took it back the next day. Northam now backtracking. The governor saying that after a closer look, it's not him, but he does admit to wearing blackface at one point in the past. My belief that I did not wear that costume or attend that party stems in part from my clear memory of other mistakes I made in the same period of my life. That same year, I did participate in a dance contest in San Antonio in which I darkened my face as part of a Michael Jackson costume. Yo, this guy's a legend. I'm sorry. His new defense is that he knows he didn't do this blackface because he clearly remembers doing a different blackface. <laughs> Although it, it does make it more believable that it wasn't him in the photo, because who would defend themselves by admitting to a different crime? <laughs> Your Honor, I couldn't be the Boston Strangler because I'm the Philadelphia Strangler! <laughs> Go Eagles! Ah! <laughs> Although what's... What's especially strange is that it took Northam a day to remember that he wasn't in this photo. <laughs> like, if someone asks you if you were ever in blackface or dressed as the KKK, it's never a good sign if your answer starts with, uh... <laughs> and still, and still, credit to Governor Northam for coming out, you know, clean about a different time that he did blackface <laughs> for a Michael Jackson impression. Although, again, uncredits, once he started sharing the details, I'll tell you exactly what I did. I had uh, the shoes, I had a, a glove, uh, and I used just a little bit of shoe polish to put under my, or on my cheeks. And the reason I used a very little bit is because I don't know if anybody's ever tried that, but you cannot get shoe polish off. But, but it was a, it was a, a dance contest. Whoa, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. How did he already know it's hard to get the shoe polish off your face? Because at first, it sounded like he made a mistake. Now it sounds like he's a blackface connoisseur. <laughs> now, some might prefer charcoal, but I've always been a shoe polish kind of guy with just a hint of soot for texture. <laughs> oh, and also, uh, just a little tip for anyone planning on doing a Michael Jackson impression. Uh, if you're wearing the sparkly shoes and the gloves and you're doing the moonwalk, that's good enough. <laughs> we get who you are. No one's gonna be like, is he Lady Gaga? Who is that? <laughs> so whether or not Governor Northam was in that yearbook photo or not, we do know he definitely did blackface at some point. We also know he should definitely hire someone to speak for him. You said that the competition in San Antonio was a dance competition? Yes. And it was that you danced the moonwalk? That's right. Are you still able to moonwalk? Oh. <laughs> Circumstances. My wife says inappropriate circumstances. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait. Wait, <laughs> wait, all right. Hold up, hold up, hold up. This guy was about to moonwalk. <laughs> no, because he was looking around like, well, I normally need like 
five feet to get momentum. I, uh, you know? I can't believe this guy was actually gonna do the moonwalk in the middle of his blackface apology. <laughs> that is the wrong time for dance moves, okay? That would be like if Bill Clinton said, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> and also, props to Northam's wife, because clearly that's not the first time she's had to stop him <laughs> from showing his moonwalking skills off, right? He probably does this all the time. He's probably at funerals like, how about now? No, no, not appropriate. <laughs> and now, not appropriate. He's like the Groot of moonwalks. That really, moonwalk? No, no moonwalk. Moonwalk? No moonwalk. <laughs> and look, and look, Governor Northam seems to be showing genuine remorse about this weird racist phase of his life. But many are saying it isn't enough to be sorry now. You should have known it was a problem all along. Do you think as a grown adult that it's uh, problematic that you need to have it explained to you that blackface is offensive? No, I, you know, I'm not a person of color. And, and people of color uh, experience different things. Uh, it affects them different ways. That's right, I'm not a person of color. But if you give me two minutes... <laughs> Billie Jean, not my We're in an interesting place right now. I don't know what to make of this whole racism dumpster fire, right? Because Northam is in an interesting position. People want him to resign, while others are saying that his record has been exemplary. He's been an ally to black people. His apology was messed up, but the things he's actually done in office work to make black people's lives better. Others are saying, yeah, we're not, dis we're not saying that's not true, but... At the end of the day, he did appear in blackface, and he was busted for it, so maybe you could give that job to somebody else who has never been in blackface or a clan hood. And the truth is, it seems like no matter how many times we say it, a lot of white people just can't stop themselves from doing blackface. Luckily for them, Leo Devlin has a solution. Are you a white person with a history of doing blackface? And now you're terrified that the pictures might get out. You don't have to throw away your career because you was blade at a Halloween party. If you in blackface, I got your backface. Introducing Leo Devlin's blackface protection. If someone finds an old blackface picture of you, I'll just say it was me. They can't fire me. I ain't got a job. Don't resign from your job in disgrace. Let me protect you for the low price of $850,000. You can get that from your mom. Governor, is this a yearbook photo of you in blackface? Um... It was me. That doesn't look like you. That's because you're a racist. Leo Devlin blackface protection. Don't worry about looking black as long as you can pay one. You got my money, bitch? I got it. Leo Devlin blackface protection. And it's about a friend. Exit 120 by the fairgrounds. Next to Foot Locker. Use promo code RACIST for 10% off! Robert Jr., everybody, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show. This weekend, this weekend, the groundhog wasn't the only adorable furball that came out of hibernation. 
President Trump made a reappearance <laughs> on a non-Fox News program. And you can tell that he was tired because at times he actually made sense. Would you let your son Barron play football? Uh, it's very, it's a very tough question. It's a very good question. If he wanted to, yes. Would I steer him that way? Uh, no, I wouldn't. Why? I, I just don't like the reports that I see coming out having to do with football. I mean, it's a dangerous sport. I really think that as far as my, well, I've heard NFL players saying they wouldn't let their sons play football. So, uh, it's not totally unique, but I, I would have a hard time with it. That's right. Trump doesn't want his son to have brain damage, which is strange because usually fathers want their children to follow in their footsteps. <laughs> but that was, that was a thoughtful response from the president and really different from how he usually talks about football. Today, if you hit too hard, right? They hit too hard, 15 yards, throw him out of the game. They had that last week. I watched for a couple of minutes and two guys just really beautiful tackle. Boom, 15 yards. The referee gets on television. His wife is sitting at home. She's so proud of him. They're ruining the game. Used to see these tackles, and it was incredible to watch, right? Now they tackle. Oh, head-on-head -head collision. 15 yards. The whole game is all screwed up. Football's become soft like our country has become soft. It's true. It's true, folks. Totally true, folks. And what's the deal with seatbelts? Back in my day, you went straight through the windshield, into the other guy's car, and that's how you made friends. <laughs> Fun fact, that's how I met Rudy Giuliani. But basically, what Trump is saying is that he's cool with other kids playing football, but he doesn't want his little guy hurting his brain. Safety first. And if he had it his way, football would be even more dangerous. Yeah, there'd probably be Coconuts getting dropped on the players' heads. <laughs> a ball that just bursts into flames at random times. A mid-game purge for the next five minutes. All crime is legal between the 20 and 50-yard lines. <laughs> now, Trump didn't just make uh, football news this weekend. He also commented on the other violent crisis threatening Americans, Syria. You see, the president wants to pull out so that he's not stuck paying support for years. He knows how this goes. <laughs> and a lot of senators... A lot of senators led by Mitch McConnell <laughs> are worried that if America pulls out of Syria, ISIS could regain power. But luckily, the commander-in-chief has that figured out. You could, in that vacuum, see a resurgence of ISIS, see sure. a resurgence you know of terrorists we'll like Al-Qaeda. We'll come back if we have to. We have very fast airplanes. We have very good cargo planes. We can come back very quickly. <laughs> I love that his rationale is we have very fast airplanes. We can just go back, like America can just jump back into Syria, like a mom checking on her son to see if he's doing drugs in his room. Just like, okay, ISIS, we're going now, bye-bye, aha! <laughs> but believe it or not, his views on football and Syria weren't the biggest Trump news of the weekend. No, the story everyone was talking about was this. Axios says a White House source leaked President Trump's private schedule from the last three months. It indicates he has spent about 60% of his time in unstructured executive time. Axios sources say much of that is spent in his private residence, watching TV, reading the papers, and phoning aides and other people. In response, Press Secretary Sarah Sanders says, while the president spends much of his average day in scheduled meetings, events, and calls, there is time to allow for a more creative environment. A more creative environment? That is not cool, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. 
You're supposed to be defending the president, not making him sound like he spends all morning in a Montessori preschool. <laughs> Great, he spends time in a more creative environment. Because now I'm just picturing Trump in his briefings like, the duck goes quack. <laughs> the dog goes woof. ISIS goes boom. <laughs> and the Donald goes, no collusion. <laughs> now, now, predictably, predictably, many people were upset at the news that the president spends nearly two-thirds of his day not doing anything. They think he should be working hard in the Oval Office, studying policy, military strategy, you know, really tackling the nation's problems head on. But I'll be honest, I disagree. Because, I mean, it's not his place. Basically, what I'm saying is, I'm cool with other presidents working hard. <laughs> but I don't want my little guy hurting his brain. <laughs> Safety first. We'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show. My guest tonight is an actor and comedian whose new one-man show is called Red State, Blue States. Please welcome Colin Quinn. <laughs> Welcome back to The Daily Show, my friend. Thank you. It is so good to have you here for so many reasons. One, because you're one of, your, one of my favorite comedians. And two, because I was super worried about you because you had a heart attack. I know. Thank you for sending me flowers. I did. Yes, you did. I was very happy. I'm glad. I didn't know how you'd like flowers because I don't... Like, you don't seem like a flowersy kind of person. No, I know. But, you know, chocolate would have been like a veiled kind of threat to me, probably. <laughs> How are you doing now? How, 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 like, cause you, if people know Colin Quinn, they know you as like, like Colin Quinn, like in your face, like the, the yes. heart attack. Are you now like, I'm Colin Quinn? Yes, now. exactly. I've changed my whole attitude. Have you had to chill or are you still in the game doing your thing? You just eat differently? No, I, I don't even eat differently. I just take medication because I feel like it's an insult to the scientific community. If I was, to ch <laughs> if I took the medication and then changed my diet, you do one or the other. You know what I mean? Oh, Lord. What's oh. the point of progress if you're gonna, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, why? Why do both? Why, why do, do both? both? I, I, I hear you, of course. Um, For you... pressure, extra five years? Oh, yes. Let's, <laughs> let's cling on, by all means. Let's talk about your new show. Yes. Um, you do stand-up, but then you also have these one-man shows that you put together that are beautiful. Oftentimes, you talk about the country, the history sure. of the country, where America's been. And now this is really about where America is and where it's going. Red state, blue state. You are calling for the breakup of America in this new show. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, it's already broken up, but it's just a question of making it official, you know? I like how flippantly you say that, Colin. You're just like, yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, well, I mean, nobody gets along. Nobody... Here's what I feel like people don't understand, is that nobody's changing their opinion. Right. So everybody keeps, like, tweeting and, you know, saying people have to understand. It's like no one's changing the way they think, and they probably shouldn't. People are allowed... That's the whole point of the country. Everybody thinks the way they feel like thinking. Right. So I feel like in light of that, let's chop it up into like 12 city-states and see, what it, see how it pans out. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this then. What, what, do you, what do you think the solution is? Or more importantly, from your show, because I know you, you do like a bunch of research for yourself. What do you think has led us to this point? Um, well, no, I mean, I feel like we're always here. I mean, the Civil War happened because people don't get along. Right. I feel like social media is the first time people look and go, oh, you're in my face every day. I really thought that was just an idea. Right. It used to be anecdotal, and now it's actually in people's face. You think social media's made it worse, then? Sure. It's, it's, uh, 
It was, I was, I say in the show, it's an acoustic art. It was not meant to go electric, you know? <laughs> and now it's, yeah. You, you, you've had a show that's successful. It's been extended, I think, now to March 16th. It's, yeah. it's done really well. What do you think appeals to people about the show? Because, I mean, it's a show about division. It's a show about breaking the country up. Because and yet you've got people coming in from both sides saying, I enjoy the show. Yeah, because I feel like it is gonna... People really do realize this is crunch time for the country. Like, this really is gonna be a breakup unless people, you know... And I don't even care. All I care about is that people acknowledge... I just don't want to go into a war half, like, unaware. I don't want people to wake up and go, what happened to our country? I want everyone to know. This is what we're leading to. So you don't mind the war. You just want us to all know why the war started. Yes, exactly. I just don't... <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want us all being there like, oh, we knew this was coming. Yeah, exactly. we knew it was coming. You guys ready to charge? And there's one guy who's like, wait, what's happening? Why did this happen? <laughs> Social media. I just don't want anybody pleading innocence when it starts. That's right. the only thing that bothers me in life. I don't mind bloodshed or whatever. I just mind people going, <laughs> hey, I wasn't part of it. We're all complicit. So I'm just putting that out there. I love this, my friend. Thank Even you stronger so much. after the heart attack. Thank you. Colin Quinn, Red State, Blue State, is at the Minetta Lane Theater in New York through March 16th. Go and watch it. It's an amazing show. ColinQuinn.com is where you can find tickets. ColinQuinnShow.com. Colin Quinn, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.